We all want to know our life matters and that it has purpose. The deepest yearning of a human being is to know why they're here. If we don't have that answer, life can be very shallow and empty. So today we're going to let the Bible answer the question, why are we here? Hello listeners, welcome back. I'm so excited today to start our epic journey into Genesis. We're launching into the very first verse, Genesis 1-1. Yes, I'm only doing one verse, but, well, actually, I'm only doing half of the verse. (laughs) But don't worry, there's a lot to it. It's going to be so rich. I think you're going to be blessed. And so let's invite the Lord to just help us understand his word today. Holy Spirit, we just thank you for this inspired word of God. And we know that without you, We cannot understand and apply it to our lives. So we invite you into the process of this. Soften our hearts. Give us ears to listen to what you'd say to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, let's start at the beginning. I'm going to read Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it's so short, I'll read it one more time. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Today, we'll just focus on in the beginning, God created. There's a lot there. So let's start with in the beginning. Actually, no, I'm going to start with a question before I get to in the beginning. Here's my question for you. What is your purpose? What's your purpose in life? Why are you here walking along on this planet and breathing? Why? It bears bears asking and it bears pondering just for a moment because this verse is going to get us to an answer, believe it or not. Well, actually, I'm going to be reading some other areas of the Bible that will help us too. But, but this does kind of start the whole story of why we're here, Genesis 1-1. Okay, now we're ready to launch into in the beginning. All right. So in the beginning, well, what do we know about that? First, we know there's a beginning. And if there's a beginning, there's an ending. It's a little bit sobering to think about, but it's true. I I know everybody probably knows that movie, The Lion King, that Disney put out several years ago. It's a great movie, but there's this one song in it that's just not real. It's not accurate. The Circle of Life, it talks about how you just keep going around in this cycle, circle, circle, over and over again. And that's not true. That's not how people live. We have a beginning and we have an ending. Hebrews 9.27 says, It is appointed for men to die once. So what does that mean for us? Live intentionally. Live by faith. Let's be bold and courageous to do what God has told us to do because this is our big shot right now. Okay, next word. In the beginning, God. So that word in Hebrew is Elohim. It's a masculine word and it's plural, but it's a singular verb that it's used with it. So it's kind of a interesting word because it's saying, okay, there's a plural God, but it's written like he's one. And it wouldn't make sense except that you know, well, God actually is more than one. There's the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And you can kind of see that in that word Elohim. So in John 1, 1, John the apostle to Jesus writes, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being by him, like creation. I'm adding that. And apart from him, nothing came into being that was, that has come into being. Then verse 10, he was in the world and the world was made through him. Well, who's John talking about? Jesus. 
Jesus. And the Apostle Paul also talks about Jesus in creation. In Colossians 1, 16 to 17, it says, For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Wow. So Jesus was there with the Father and was very involved with creation. And, you know, the Holy Spirit was there too. In verse 2 of Genesis 1, it says, And the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. I just love that kind of image in my mind when I think about him just hovering there. So Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are present at the beginning of this thing, and they'll be there at the end. So by Jesus, all things were created, physical and spiritual, that means. And he's the heir of it all. Listen to Hebrews 1. In verses 1 and 2, it says, God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers in the prophets, in many portions and in many ways, in these last days, has spoken to us in his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. So there it is. Did you hear it? Jesus is the heir of all things. So God the Father is the source, but he purposed to make a universe through and for the Son. Okay, the third word we're looking at today is created. That word in Hebrew is bara, and it means something from nothing. And the Lord, it's actually used quite a lot in Genesis 1, you can imagine, because there was a lot of creating going on. But it just means that God started things on purpose. C.S. Lewis said about creation, he said, Christianity thinks God made the world, that space and time, heat and cold, and all the colors and tastes and all the animals and vegetables are things that God made up out of his head as a man makes up a story. So what does creation tell us about God? Well, one thing is he's really creative, super creative. I have a book called More Than Meets the Eye that talks a little bit about the wonders of the human body. And in it, it says, one maker of an iris scanner for eyes, one, one maker of an iris scanner for computer identification purposes claims that the biometric structures of the iris are so unique that there is only a 1 in 10 to the 78th chance two people's irises will match. Is that remarkable? Talk about creative that's our God making eyes so unique that they're pretty much just totally different. Every single one of the eyes on the in right now and think about all the eyes that have been made in all of history. Wow. And what about, uh, what else does creation tell us about the Lord? Well, he has an eye for beauty. Just think about the last time you saw a really good sunset. Where were you? Were you at a beach or was it just outside your house or maybe it was on vacation somewhere? I remember my friend telling me about a time when she and her husband are just driving on the freeway going home one evening and the sunset started to look so beautiful that they just had to pull over off the freeway into a Home Depot parking lot and just stand in awe there were clouds all over the sky and that had somehow picked up the color of the sunset and spread it completely around, not just where the sun was setting, but over the entire sky. There was just these beautiful pinks and purples and, and 
oranges just weaved in the sky above them. And there were more than just them. There were all kinds of people that were just standing there just enjoying that beautiful sunset. And think about what does that say about our Lord? He, he has quite the eye for beauty. He's, he's an artist, isn't he? And then think about how generous he is. Think about how the Lord made taste. You know, he didn't have to do that. He could have just made everything taste like manna, which wasn't bad. I mean, it had some honey in it, but I don't know. I would get sick of eating the same thing every day, all day long. It just sounds so unappetizing to just eat something like that. But think about raspberries. That's my favorite fruit. And just a summer raspberry on your tongue and the sweetness of it. It's just... Oh, delightful, isn't it? And what about colors? You know, the Lord is so kind to give us colors. He could have made our eyes just see black and white. And that would have been a really drab world, wouldn't it? So I'm so thankful that he created the world the way he did. I'm so grateful that he is generous, kind, is an artist, is creative. I'm so thankful. Now, why would the Lord do this? Why would he make the world why Why take the time? I mean, he's got Jesus and the Holy Spirit. He's He really didn't need us. It's not like he was like, wow, I really would like to have a bunch of people just taking care of a planet for me or something. You know, that was not at all what he thought at all. So why? Why are we here? You know, this is the core question for every person is, why am I here? What's my purpose? Well, the Bible actually answers that in John 17, 26. So Jesus was praying with his disciples the last night before his crucifixion, and he was praying to God the Father, and he said, I have made your name known to them and will make it known so that, here it is, the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. In other words, God made each of us that we might share the love that goes on between the Father and the Son. He made the universe so I could know Jesus and so that you could know Jesus. You've been made to be loved and to love your God. And we get to look forward to an eternity in sharing in God's love. And you might say, well, that's nice. Okay, love. This is love without any blemish or hidden agenda or kind of taintedness to it. It's a love we've never experienced. It's so pure and holy and beautiful. Creation wasn't an accident which means I'm not an accident. I was made for a purpose, and so were you. What purpose? I've been made for Jesus, that he might reside over a race of people who have a heart like his. So who today needs to be reminded of that? Ultimately, my purpose is to be loved, not take care of the planet or work really hard or get married and have children, although all those things are, you know, can be good. But my relationship with Jesus, I am his child first. That's where everything stems from. That supersedes all I do for him. First, I'm just his and he's mine. It is so easy to get caught up in our day-to-day life, isn't it? We just think this is all there is. You know, I get up, I go to work or school or take care of my family, whatever it is I'm doing. And I just kind of on this little treadmill of life. But if we stop And remember that God created the heavens and the earth so he could meet me and be with me and with you and all the other millions of his children. You know, that changes everything. That changes our whole perspective. So today, have you forgotten that you were made for a purpose? God didn't need to create us 
His love was so great, he wanted more of us to love. And I didn't have to do anything to deserve that. He's just generous. So it might be that today we've forgotten, we've gotten so mired in the day-to-day that we just need a reminder. And so would you just pray with me? Let's thank the Lord. Let's take a moment and look up to him and just rest in the fact that he's our father. So if you can, and it's safe, like you're not driving or something, can you just close your eyes, remove distractions, and let's just pray for a moment. So Lord, we just stop for a moment and we just rest in the knowledge and fact that you're the creator of the universe. You have given us purpose and you have created us for a great reason, Lord. A reason that we can't ever earn, but Lord, that is so true every day of our lives that you love us. And we just rest in that. We rest in the fact that we're your children. Lord, we set down attempts to try to earn your love. And we also, Lord, set down just that sometimes that feeling that creeps in that, oh, life is meaningless. There's no real reason. It's just every day is kind of the same. Lord, we just rebuke that. And we thank you that in Christ, every day is a day to rejoice that you've given us. And it's precious. It's a gift. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for creating the universe. Thank you for creating me. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, don't forget to click the like button and subscribe to our podcast and share with a friend. And if you have questions about Genesis that I haven't answered yet, feel free to email me at lovegodfirstpodcast at gmail.com. That's lovegodfirstpodcast at gmail.com.